Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. Hello, guys. I'm so excited. Like I promised on previous episodes, we have our meditation expert on here today, Megan. And I'm so excited about this because I was listening to the SALT recordings uh, a couple months ago after I had missed the SALT conference. Um, Luckily, they gave us the recordings and it was awesome. So I was listening to them and this was one of the first ones I listened to was by Megan, uh, a little like presentation on meditation. And I just connected with her instantly. I stopped the presentation like mid, um, I don't know, I was like 10 minutes and I was like, I have to reach out to her. She has to be on the podcast. This is amazing. And I love it. So she's a meditation and a mindfulness teacher. She's owned an, a yoga studio, coached hundreds of women on how to find greater peace and presence and spoke at many, many events. She has multiple yoga certifications and thousands of teaching hours. So Megan, thank you for being here. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so grateful to be able to talk to you guys. Oh, this is going to be so fun. And guys, she also has a podcast. I have subscribed, but I haven't listened yet because it's been like a weird few months of just like not having the podcast time, but it's there for when I go on my next road trip and I'm so excited. So I talk a lot about meditation on here, but I am not a meditation expert. And I also am not that great at meditating, but I talk about like how it helps me and how it helps me to be mindful and have a mindful practice. But I also tell them, that I double speed meditations and sometimes I do while I'm driving. So totally, totally. you here to help us. So I want you to just start kind of by explaining what meditation is, what that looks like for you and what your practice kind of looks like. Yeah. Okay. So I'm actually a lot like you. I'm like a type A go, go, go girl. I like to get crap done. Getting present is actually really not natural for me, which is probably why I found meditation and why I gravitate to it, because I know it's something that I've needed in my life, but didn't always know how to actually obtain just because I'm like so naturally the opposite. I'm like a normal girl. Like I have a bunch of kids. I'm always running around doing crap. Like, you know, a lot of meditation and mindfulness teachers, I feel like are like, like sitting by rivers, like, oh, like all the time, like that's <laughs> not my life. I have like a million things going on and I'm a busy girl too. And so I love meditation because it's like the one practice that really grounds me, I guess, because like naturally I am so up in the air, go, go, go. So for me, there's a lot of different de- definitions of meditation. There's tons of different ways to do it. I love the definition though, of just like to ponder. Like, I think it can be that simple. Like meditation is just Mm -hmm. to ponder. And if you actually like go look up the definition of meditation, it is like on Webster's dictionary. One of them is to ponder. And when I read that, I was like, that's money because really that's what it is. So many people think meditation is completely removing thought and it can be, that is a form of meditation. I'm not very good at that one, but it is a form of meditation. There's walking meditations, there's visual meditations, there's visualizations, there's all guided meditations. There's so many different types, but I love the definition just to ponder on the spiritual. So my practice of meditation, it used to be that I would meditate because it felt good. It felt good to just lay there and be still. And I love that. But now as I've progressed in my life, I guess my meditation practice has gotten a little deeper. It's now a time that I connect with my creator. I use meditation to move out of the analytical mind 
where I'm always constantly thinking and worrying and into the more subconscious and retrain um, my subconscious on what I want to create and how I want to be in the world. So for me, I use meditation really to train. I like the term like the animal within. I like to use it to, to train that, that animal within me to surrender and to listen to my cues and let really teach my spirit how to be the master over my mind and my body. So that's kind of my definition of meditation. I totally recommend if you're first starting out and you don't meditate, which is like most of us, right? Just taking time, maybe two minutes, even just to start a day where you turn off your phone and you hide in your closet away from your kids, like double doors. You're going to need like multiple, <laughs> the they have to get through a lot of doors, you know, to get to you and you just be still for two minutes. I like to turn music on quiet music because like I said, I'm like a, a go-go or so it's like, it's a completely silent. I'm a little uncomfortable at first. So it helps me to get through some of that, that resistance to have music on. And I like to just sit there and then ponder on the spiritual. So think of a spiritual topic, think of your higher self, your, whatever you want to call it, think of God, whatever you believe in, and let that be the focus for the next two minutes. And every time your brain starts to wander away from it, just bring it back and bring it back and bring it back. Oh, no, no brain. No, no. Like, this is what I like to tell my brain. Like, no brain. We're, we're focusing on this right now. And you practice attention. You practice that focus and just bringing it back to what's most important. And that is like, to me, like the spiritual, right? So, so we're just bringing it back, bringing it back. And as you train yourself to listen, you train that part of you that wants to just run away when you're meditating. Cause I think for 99% of us, meditation is so uncomfortable. Like it isn't natural. It is so uncomfortable. We're used to constantly being distracted and being unfocused. And so to practice focus is going to be uncomfortable, but if you can start for two minutes and you train your brain, you train your body, like you will have massive results in your life not just while you're meditating, it's going to feel good. It's going to be hard, but it's going to feel good, but also off of your mat or off of your meditation. So that's what I'm thinking is that if you'll have all the results outside of it as well. I love that so much. It made me feel better instantly when you were like, okay, I'm actually not that great at like, you're an expert in this, but also it's really hard. <laughs> and that makes me feel better because I do see the people that are just like naturally the, like that Zen person. And I'm like, I want to be that person, but I'm not. It's like that real sound that's going around. That's like, I want to be chill, but I'm not chill. You know, like that. It's just not me, but I'm trying, I'm trying. And so the word ponder is such a good word to focus on because you can ponder in the car. You can ponder in the shower. You can ponder laying in bed. You don't have to be in your perfect meditation pose. You don't have to be in a perfect setup on a a meditation cushion with all the things around you to have this practice. And that's what I love. I was so drawn to you because you made it so simple And you made it so accessible to us moms that are busy, that have a million things on our to-do list that are just like, go, 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 go. And, and that's what I love about what you teach. And I also love that you said two minutes, because I think we can all give ourselves two minutes. Sometimes these like 20 minute meditations or these one hour meditations or these two hour meditations, like thinking of that is so daunting. I don't think I would even start. Like sometimes it's hard to even give myself an hour to watch a movie. I'm not going to sit in silence for an hour. And so two minutes is totally doable. And I love that you said that. 
Well, and I think what like people are like, okay, but if I only do two minutes, it's not going to do anything for me. But my belief and what I've experienced in my own practice is that I take what I experience in that two minutes of meditation and my purpose and my mission is to try to teach people like, how can we make your whole life a meditative experience? How can you be present like you are when you're meditating and still be with your kids and still be working on your businesses and still be living life? Do you know what I mean? Like it's both. And like, can we yoke them together and make life this meditative experience? I think that's where the magic is. That's where the money is, you know, because we aren't going to be like monks sitting in a room for 12 hours a day. Oh, me like, it's just not realistic in our world. And I don't want to anyways. <laughs> I have no desire for that. Right. But I do want to live life in a way where I'm present. I'm not focused on the future. I'm focused on now. I'm able to create from this energy and from this presence. And I'm able to be connected to my creator 24 seven when I'm walking, when I'm moving, everything that I'm doing, I'm connected and I'm pondering. And that's my focus. And I'm able to have that attention and discipline that you learn in meditation. I think that's the real work is bringing it off your mat into your life anyways. Yeah. Wow. I love that. And I definitely see in my own practice of, of just kind of adding in this meditation or pondering or these still moments, it's helped me not carry that energy forward. Like, you know, when you have a crazy morning and you go, 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 go. And then it just like tumbles into the afternoon. And then by night, you're just like a wreck because you've taken all the chaotic energy from the whole day and carried it through. And then the next day and the next day. And I feel like as moms, we have these seasons, like, you know, fall comes and it's back to school, crazy, 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 busy, whatever. And then it's summer, busy, busy, busy. And we carry all that energy from one season to another. And as soon as I started having like these mindful moments where I just stop and think I can kind of reset my energy to start fresh again. And that part of it, in addition to being present just being able to like release that energy and move forward has been huge for like just getting through life really. Yeah. hundred percent. So I like, when you were talking, I was thinking we have this pattern of rush. Our whole society is just rushed, right? We have, all of us are on this like loop in our brain and this pattern of thinking I'm behind or thinking I have so much to do. I'm overwhelmed. There's so much going on. And then feeling rushed and anxious and graspy and all of those emotions. Right. And so what we do when we meditate is we're actually disrupting the pattern, right? Like we're coming in, we're putting like a disrupt in that pattern and we're telling it like, no, let's try something different. Right. We're going to sit here for two minutes. We're going to sit here for five minutes. We're going to sit here for 10 minutes. And in this moment, I'm just going to be okay with where I'm at. I'm going to remind myself that everything is as it should be. And I'm going to feed myself a different story in this next five minutes. We're going to disrupt this pattern. And then as you continue to disrupt patterns, your life begins to change, right? Like that's when we see like real change. So I love using meditation like as a way to like create. It's that's my favorite thing. Like everything's created spiritually first. So like I love to get still and just visualize and create and see what I want to create. Disrupt the patterns that I currently have. Like the things I'm no longer wanting to create in my life, maybe rush or anxiousness or whatever and disrupt the pattern and then re-decide what I'm going to create through this quiet stillness and this time I I give myself to purposely create on purpose. Yes. No, I love that. That's such an intentional way to live your life. And I think a lot of us moms just were letting our schedules and our children and our husbands kind of run our show. 
And so stopping and being that intentional person, it it's life-changing. It's amazing. So I wanted to actually go a little bit more into that because you're a go, go, go person. And you said being present is really hard. That's the same for me. So I want to hear like more of that pattern interrupting, how you kind of slow your mind down, how you can like be there with your kids when you're with your kids or be there with your work when you're with your work and just kind of stay focused in that. What does that look like for you? Yeah. So this has been my life's lesson. (laughs) This has been like the work of my life, which is why I feel so called to share it with other moms, with other girls like me, because this has been hard for me. I find myself when I'm with my kids wanting to work on my business. When I'm with my business feeling like I need to be working, I need to be with my kids. When I'm with my husband feeling like I need to clean my house and constantly feeling this sense of rush and anxiety to get somewhere else. And so for me, I've had to really allow myself to dive into this practice of presence or else I'm crazy. I feel crazy and I hate it, you know? And so it's been my work, I guess, like I feel like it's like my call to figure out, you know? And so what I've done is I've practiced focus. That has been the biggest deal. And I know people don't love hearing this because focus is hard, especially for us. And it takes a lot of discipline. And most people hear the word discipline and want to run away. And I totally get it. But I think it's kind of a lost art in our society or our culture. Like we don't put a lot of emphasis anymore on discipline. There's some people that do, but then there's like the other side that's like, you're good how you are. And you are like, that's true. But also like, we have to practice focus. We have to practice finishing. We have to practice being where we are. So a fun little like challenge I did with myself when I was first getting into a lot of this was I practiced finishing washing the dishes and telling myself the entire time, because I would jump to the next thing. Some of your listeners will maybe resonate with this. Like I would be washing the dishes. I'd be halfway done. And then I would like jump and I would go start sweeping or like I would go start working on a email or I check my phone. Right. And so I played a game with myself where I was like, no, like we're finishing the task. Like we're going to see this through. And I'm going to remind my brain the whole time. I'm going to talk to myself. I'm going to tell myself like we can be where we're at. There's nowhere else I need to be, but right here, washing this dish, slow it on down. We're just going to wash the dish. And then I, this is cheesy and kind of silly, but like, I would like wash the dish, like with intention. Mm -hmm. And almost with like the energy Mm. of love, like I'd be like, I'm so grateful to wash this dish and that we have these beautiful dishes. I'm going to wash this dish. And then something would try to catch my attention and distract me, right? Nope, we're going to wash the dish. I had a really funny experience when I was doing this. I was really focusing. I'm like, I'm going to focus on being where I'm at. I'm going to focus on practicing being here. And um, I was cleaning my house and I went upstairs and I was putting away laundry out of a basket. And then I saw one of my little girl's bows in the bottom of the basket. So I go and I put it in the bathroom and I open the drawer and well, I go in the bathroom first and I see that the tub needs to be cleaned. So I start cleaning the tub. Okay. And then I open the drawer to put the bow away and the drawer is all messy. So I clean the drawer and then I like stop myself. And it was like, this is like within like 30 seconds. Okay. I didn't even realize like so fast. I had went from putting the clothes away in the basket to a completely different task, never finished the basket. I was moving so fast. So if you're like me, an affirmation that I tell myself all the time is you're exactly where you're meant to be. Like there's, there's nowhere else you need to go. This is where you're supposed to be. The present moments where everything good exists. 
one of my all-time favorite ever quotes is by C.S. Lewis. It's in his book, The Screwtape Letters. So in that book, the older devils are teaching their apprentice devils, like their younger devils, how to tempt humans, okay? It's like one of the coolest books. But in it, the devil tells the younger devil, he says, your main job that you need to do is keep people out of the present moment because the present moment is the point in time which time touches eternity. So our two jobs, keep people away from God or their best and highest self or the universe or whatever you believe. And two, keep them out of the present, future, past, because if they're present, they're going to be connected with a power that is so strong and powerful that they will be too powerful for these us devils to deal with. So yeah, it's my favorite quote. And it reminds me all the time, like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And literally every force that wants nothing but bad things for me is going to try to keep me from this place. And that's because there's power and there's peace here. That's why when you get present, everyone has moments when they felt present, you know, you feel this peace, this it's undescribable. It's because you're in a different playing field when you're in the present moment, you're in a different realm. That is so true. Okay. First of all, I have the chills from that quote. Like I seriously like all over. I'm like, that was good. It's a good Um, one. (laughs) Yes. And then in addition, like I was just thinking, as you said, like when we're present, we're filled with that peace. And I I was thinking that back the last time I kind of felt that, you know, skiing with my kids or taking my kids somewhere. I thought, oh, I love adventuring with my kids, but really it's the times that I'm present that that peace comes. And that is like a reminder I needed right in that moment. Like I can have those moments here. I can have those moments. I have those moments when I put my kids to bed and just focus on them without my phone or without distractions. Like they're here in our home. We don't have to do anything fancy to get those there. It's just about changing our focus. And I loved how you were washing that dish. Cause I feel like that's what I need. I am totally the same as you. <laughs> I'll go in like I'll be like you know you know I'm doing some sort of chore and then oh another chore and then eventually I come back to the first chore but it's just like chaos chore 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 back to the other chore oh what was it that I was doing and I always am like talking on the phone with my sister and my mom and I'd be like what what was I doing and they have to take me back to like the first thing I was doing because I can't even remember because I'm I get so far off my path um and the same with computer work. Like I'll be answering an email and then I'll be like, Oh, I need to update that pricing guide. I'll go update the pricing guide. Oh, I need to update the website on this. And like, then I have to go back and remember, Oh, I never finished that first email. And I'm a very like to-do list, get things off the list kind of person, but I apparently am probably doing it in a very inefficient way because I'm not finishing. And I didn't realize that about me until you were talking. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that is literally me. So like, imagine your power because like, okay, I say like both of our energy, like it seems like we're both very like energetic, like girls, right? So um, like, imagine the power of like a focused, energetic person. Like, I just always think like, instead of looking at this, like, cause I bet a lot of people right now are relating, you know, instead of looking at like, oh, I'm like the worst of this. I'm so bad at being present. Like I had a really big shift in me. Cause I kind of did that at first where I was like, no, like, this is amazing. My gift is that I have crazy amounts of energy. (laughs) My gift is that I love to go, that I am a doer. I'm an action person. That is a gift. Pair it with presence and you will be unstoppable. Pair it with some discipline and some focus and you will literally change the world because what's going to get in your way if you can be fast, efficient, bubbly, happy energy, 
and you can be present, disciplined, and focused. Like that is like cool to me. Like that's who I want to be, you know? And so that looks like for me, having a meditation practice where I practice being focused, trying to do it during the day too, trying to practice it when my kids are with me too. I think God gave us kids because he was like, listen, like this is going to be hard. (laughs) You're going to learn so much, right? You're going to learn so much. And especially in regards to like peace and presence and everything like that. Like, especially with my kids though, like, can I get down on their level? Can I look at them in the eyes and can I have nowhere else to go? I personally believe this is not backed by anything, but other my, my own experiences, but I personally believe so many of the behavior issues, so many of the struggles we're having as moms is because it's really hard for us as moms to get present. And they're seeking that attention, that focus from us so bad, you know, and we have such a hard time to give it. And it's just the environment. I mean, like, it's just a a product of the environment, but we can change it. And I think that as we do, as we get down on those little people's levels, we look at them in the eye and we have nowhere else that we need to be, but right there with them. I think that doing that just once is going to be an investment. Like, the kids will act better. They will do better. They will be better. We will, we will have closer connections, closer relationships where they want to trust us and want to listen to us. My mission is to empower women in their roles as business owners and mothers so that they can feel like they're running an amazing business without sacrificing family life and without feeling that mom guilt. And that's why I created this little workbook that is going to walk you through a few very basic, simple steps to find peace, joy, and fulfillment in your life as a mompreneur. There's a link below where you can sign up to get the guilt-free mompreneur mini workbook and start using affirmations, a cute little schedule, and a gratitude journal to start living your guilt-free mompreneur life right away. Yeah, that is beautiful. And I'm going to be listening to this episode on repeat all the time. It's funny because like, these are all things I think we know, but we don't always remember. And we don't always do like, I even have the guilt-free mompreneur workbook and it has a calendar each day, like intentional time with each member of your family, with your business, like set an intention and do one thing each day. And the days that I do that, I feel so much better, but then we get back into like the life flow and forget. And I totally agree with you that the days that I have that intentional time with my kids and I'm present there, I'm actually listening. I'm not just going, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the whole time they're talking. Our behavior is a million times night and day different. And I love that you shared that. I think one thing that helps me too, like if you're like a mom and you're listening and you're like, okay, but like how (laughs) I, it's hard, you know, I think this little phrase has helped me a ton. It's like shoulds don't really serve me. Like I'm with my kids. I should be working on my business. I'm with my kids. I should be cleaning. I'm cleaning. I should be taking care of my kids. Like, no, like pick the task you're going to be in intentionally and on purpose, like be smart and intentional, pick the task you're going to be in and be all there. That is the biggest gift you can give to each parts of your life. If you're a business owner, it's a gift to your business. If you can be all there with it when you're with it. And obviously we have kids, so they're going to come interrupt us and we're going to have to help them and whatever. And that we can just plan that into our life, you know, but like, if you can just let go of the shoulds, I should be somewhere else. And instead like love where you're at and find gratitude for where you're at. I think you're going to move so many more mountains than using those shoulds against yourself. I love that gratitude piece. Cause I think even when I going back to like, when you were washing that dish, being grateful for that dish, I think that gratitude helps so much in that 
being present and being there. Like, I'm so grateful. I get to clean this house that I live in. I'm so grateful that I get to play with my kids, that I have the time to play with my kids and using that gratitude, I think helps so much with it, like being intentional. Yeah. So my friend and I were talking and, um, a practice that we like to do because sometimes as moms, I'm sure a lot of you guys understand this, like the tasks are tedious. <laughs> There's a lot of tedious tasks, right? And we're doing the same thing over and over. We're like making the beds every day, make the beds, make the beds, make the beds. Does this even matter? And then we start having thoughts like I'm so unfulfilled. This is so hard. But then like deep in our souls, we know that like we want a home that is a safe haven for our family. That's orderly. That's nice. That's there for them. And we want the beds made, but this is, you know, we struggle with this. And so a fun little practice you can do is like, it's kind of cheesy. I know it's kind of cheesy, but it helps like when you're making the bed, like breathing love into the bed. Like I want whoever sleeps in this to just feel so cozy making the bed with like intention instead of just like, Oh, this sucks. You know what I mean? Like, can you like breathe love into the tasks that you're doing? If love is the motivator, you're going to feel so good. Also, I bet the way you do things is going to be amped up like times 10, like your beds are going to be like so beautifully made. You know what I mean? The people who get in it are going to feel, it doesn't matter about a beautiful bed, by the way, but you know the difference when you walk into a house and the energy in that house is like the person who made the home just breathed love everywhere and you walk in that energy is palpable and so like when the person who gets in the bed that you made it for like gets in they're gonna feel that there's there's an energetic exchange happening and that is freaking fulfilling that is amazing that makes me want to make a bed every day but Mm -hmm. I had to change my thoughts about that. I had to change my intention of why I was doing it. And I had to breathe that energy into what I'm doing. And when I do that, it's like magic. Like every, the energy exchange is there and it's amazing. Wow. That is such a beautiful way to look at all these things. I think we dread or we hate. And I I talk a lot about um, switching our like negative self-talk to positive self-talk and things like that. But you're taking that a whole step further to like the negative talk to all the chores and the things we hate and the things that we don't like to do and switching that to positive and to love. Oh, I'm like, I'm so excited for my week ahead because I feel like this could help so much in just every aspect of my life. Really. It's amazing. Yeah. I love, I love this topic because it's not really talked about. Like, I feel like it's so cliche. It's like, you're either like meditating in the woods for 10 hours straight and like people's voices, even like, they're like, welcome you know it's either that or it's nothing and I feel like there's this beautiful middle ground where we can bring in like this peace and serenity and presence into our life and be normal human beings that have to get things done and have kids that have to go to school and have to get ready and all of those things like there is this yoking that can happen and I think really it comes down to to disciplining yourself to focus And also like changing your thoughts and being aware of the thoughts that are keeping you out of the present moment. So it's our shoulds, such as um, I'm behind. Like I I just know so many of the women I've coached, like I'm behind is going to make you crazy. What else keeps you out of the present? There's so many, any anxieties about the futures is keeping you from the present. So play with it. Like maybe even write down, like this is something I like to do, like journal, like what are the thoughts that deplete my energy? and make me feel like I need to get out of my own skin or like out of the place where I'm at. Sometimes it's going to be past memories and sometimes it's going to be fear of the future. And 
play around. Why, why am I fearing the future? What is there actually to fear? Ask yourself these questions and challenge your thoughts. We, we talk about like accepting feelings and honoring feelings and I completely agree. And then after we've done that, I think we should challenge our thinking, challenge. Why am I thinking that? Is it serving me? Not, is it true, but is it serving me? And challenge those thoughts and have a list of thoughts for yourself that make you feel very present. Like I told you, one of mine is like, there's nowhere else I need to be. I'm exactly where I'm meant to be right now. Is just like, there's plenty of time. Mm-hmm. Like that one just serves me. Like there's so much time, like time is even made up. Like it's all relative. Like there's so much time. Mm-hmm. I can, I'm totally good on time. Any abundant thinking is going to help you bring you into the present. So make a little list in your journal of thoughts that make you feel present. And even if they maybe don't seem quote unquote true to you right now, practice believing them. And it is, it is a practice. So like, it's going to feel weird at first to be like, I have time and let yourself, how would it feel if you had time? If you just have all the time in the world, how would it feel in your body? For me, it feels expansive. Mm -hmm. It feels like possibility and like limitlessness, you know? And so feel that in your body and let yourself practice feeling that emotion. As humans, we're really, really practiced at feeling negative emotion. We make it very easy. So like a fun little thing you can do is like, think like, what is a negative emotion you hate feeling? For me, I hate feeling overwhelmed. Well, then I write down what makes me feel overwhelmed. Like one thing on my to-do list and I used to feel overwhelmed, right? All I had to do is have to do something. And then I was feeling overwhelmed. I made it so easy, but then like a positive emotion I love is like abundance and like um, expansiveness, right? And I make it so hard for me to feel that. Like, I'm like, if I'm gonna feel abundant, I have to have X amount of money. I have to have everything in place. Nobody can be talking to me. Like, no, there's no overstimulus, you know? Like, and, and so we practice negative emotion way more than we practice positive emotion. So I wanna invite you guys play with practicing. How would it feel in your body to be abundant? Let yourself feel it and practice it. Even if it's uncomfortable, it will be. Your brain likes you to stay the same. So doing something different is going to make it uncomfortable, but do it anyways. Practice laughing, practice smiling, practice gratitude, like practice, like expansiveness. Those emotions are going to fuel you towards the things you want in your life. And you just get to practice them and you have total power over that. I love that. I love that so much. And I think it's, you made it so simple for us. Like we just need a practice. And I think that's really the key because it is so uncomfortable. And also before doing any meditation, um, any mindfulness stuff, I kind of thought, oh, that's weird. Like, uh, only like mm, that, it just seems really weird. You know, people it's in the woo, movie, woo. <laughs> totally. woo, and I'm totally, totally. like super woo woo now. Too. <laughs> Cheers. Like, I'm, I'm like, here I am being, I'm like, you know, got all sorts of fun woo-woo rituals, not rituals, but you know, anyways, but it feels weird. And like the people in the movies that are like the meditator are always this, yeah, that character out by the river for 10 hours. And I love how you just normalize it and, and help us as normal moms, like just get out there and just practice this. I like practice focusing, practice being intentional, practice gratitude and practice bring, bring present. Like these have just been so simplified and also so, but it's like not simple, but it's also, it just feels like the way you said it just makes everything feel like, oh, I can do that. And you can, you totally can. I'm glad. Like, that's like one of my, my things that I feel called to do, or I guess like my mission, I guess is like show people that like, this doesn't have to be 
hard. This actually can be a simple thing. And it is the simple things you've probably heard your whole life. Like, yeah, it's discipline, be focused, you know, like all the attention, you know, those things that we've heard, but they go in one ear, at least for me, like in one ear, out the other, <laughs> like, oh, I don't know, whatever. But yeah, I love the practice of meditation. I love the practice of presence. And I love the practice of being very mindful of what's going on in your brain and what's going on in your body and being the master. I love this idea of like my spirit, like you're, you're a mind, body, spirit, right? You have all three and yoga, the actual word yoga in Sanskrit, it translates to English to mean to yoke or to combine. And so the idea of yoga is that we're harmonizing, we're bringing into unison the mind, body, and spirit. So how do you do that? Well, yoga is actually, a lot of people today don't know this, but yoga is actually a very, very disciplined practice. It's very about like awareness, holding poses in the correct way and like strong strength. It's very, very disciplined. So the way that we yoke, we bring that mind, body, spirit awareness together and harmonize it is we have our body's going to have desires, right? It's like an animal, our, our body and our mind. You're going to have thoughts that don't make sense. Your body's going to be like, give me food when you've decided you're not hungry, right? And our job, as I believe, is that our spirit is here to tell our mind and our body and to be the master that we can tell the, the animal within, like sit and it will listen. Mm -hmm. And I think it is like an animal where it will surrender after so long it gets trained and it stops barking, right? Like the dog stops barking for the food when you're not hungry, when you tell it, well, when I'm not hungry, I don't eat or whatever it is, the thing you're working on. Right. And so I think really playing around with that, like I am the master of myself and, and practicing self-mastery is going to bring you so much more freedom. A lot of times we look at this as something that takes away our freedom restriction, right? But I see it completely opposite. I see self-mastery as a greater form of agency, a greater form of freedom. We choose to restrict ourselves from certain things in order to give us a greater sense of freedom. Like I might restrict myself from being on my phone so that I can have the freedom to be present with my family from five to eight right? Like that might look like restriction to some, but to me, it looks like greater freedom. And so I think that like all of us long for more freedom in our life, for more agency, for more power, for more ability to create. And the way that we do that is by that discipline, by that focus, by being able to be the master over ourselves. And I think that that is a lost, a little bit lost in our culture right now. So it's kind of a different tune than you've probably heard recently or lately. Yeah, I love that. I think that being able to control your thoughts and your, your like have you decide how you feel, you decide what your day looks like and you having that power, it doesn't make the bad things go away, but you're able to handle it. And I think that's exactly what you're talking about is when we flip it, we're in control. And even though it feel, may feel like we're restricting our thought, you know, we're restricting these things, we're actually opening ourselves up to just be living that, that our best life. Totally. So where can people find you to get more um, information, more mindfulness, more meditation, more yoga? How can people find you? Yeah. Okay. So I have a podcast. It's called Getting Mindful with Megan. I actually have taken, so the last about like seven, eight months, I've taken my own like little personal Sabbath, like a little sabbatical for a little while. I think it's good to have a day of rest. And even in my business, I've been going for a while and I was like, I need a little rest. And so I gave it to myself. So I've, I've been on my own little personal Sabbath. 
And so we haven't been posting podcast episodes, but really excited because I'm like ready to come into Monday. And so we're starting season two of the podcast at the first of March. So you'll start seeing new podcasts, but if you've never listened to it, you can go listen to the old ones. And then I have a podcast, Getting Mindful with Megan. I'm on Instagram and I'm actually about to launch a membership to help women get more mindful and learn how to meditate, do yoga, practice some of these practices in a normal way that is more conducive to, I think, our life right now. That is amazing. Awesome. Okay. We're going to leave all of that below in the show notes because I think we all need a little bit more of that. So thank you so much, Megan. Thank you so much for having me. I've loved talking to you. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Mentors Moms podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share. Hang out with us daily at Kylie and Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag Kylie Mentors Moms.